Welcome to the Slow Style Home Podcast. I am so happy you're here. If you want to create a beautiful home that isn't cookie cutter or a trendy copy of someone else's, you're in the right place. And if you don't want to hurt your wallet or the planet to get one of those dream homes. And you can get started with my brand new quiz called Fix My Room. It's actually more of an assessment tool, but the word quiz, I think, sounds better because it's it's really easy to do. Just answer 20 multiple choice questions and you'll be pinpointing why your room isn't working, why it feels off, and why maybe your previous efforts haven't really panned out. Or maybe you're fairly happy with your room, but you want to make sure that your design choices are going in the right direction. Visit our website at slowstylehome.com and click on the quiz button right at the top. I'll tell you a little bit more about it later in the show. Now, let's dig into this week's episode. Hi, we're Karen June and Zandra of Little Yellow Couch. Welcome to our second season of the Style Matters podcast. This podcast is all about the reasons why we, or anyone, should take the time to invest in personal style, whether it's how you choose to adorn yourself or how you create a home that fulfills you. Connection, style, substance. That's Little Yellow Couch. Tune in every Monday for a new episode of Style Matters. Hi, everyone. We're starting today's interview with Jenna Lefevre of Rain on a Tin Roof by saying unabashedly that we love her. She's such a great writer. She pulls you in with humor and Southern charm so that you're hooked and looking for more. A quick browse through her blog and you quickly feel like you want her to be at your next dinner party. Jenna mixes high and low, country and rock, funky and classic like nobody's business. She's also great at decorating on a budget and certainly isn't afraid to take risks. In fact, her home makeovers have been featured in several print magazines, including Better Homes and Gardens, Red Book, and This Old House. Jenna, we're so happy to have you on the podcast today. I am thrilled to be here, and that was the best introduction ever. Can you guys, like, write my profile for everything? <laughs> Absolutely. And we'll call you every morning and uh, give and, you a pep talk. Give you a pep talk, yeah. <laughs> we could that was fantastic. That. I love that. Like, I just, I need you to just go and put that on all of my social media profiles. That would be wonderful. <laughs> we will. Don't you worry. <laughs> well, we we do want to just jump right in. Um, our, for people who've been listening to the podcast for a while, they know that we've got two major questions that we ask. So the first one is about style and why it matters to you. You have such a personalized approach to style and you're willing to do anything and do you make it feel real by sharing your ups and downs with your readers, which we love? But why is all of this so central to your life? Why does style and design matter to you? Um, well, my style is definitely unique, for sure. Um, it, it's different. Um, but to me, it matters because, you know, whenever I come home, I want to be in a place that I love. Um, I don't want to be in a place that, you know, I, I look at a wall and absolutely hate how a frame's hung on it or something. Um, or, you know, I, I look at the window treatments that I just bought and I'm like, why did I buy those? You know, they aren't <laughs> even my style. 
And it turns out that really probably the only reason I bought them was because, you know, I'd seen them on another blog or, you know, in a magazine and they looked so great. And I thought, oh, they look great in my house, but they don't because it's not me. Right. Um, Mm. So to me, you know, style is important because I think it should be a reflection of you and your family, you know, as well. Um, You know, it should be a place where whenever people walk into your house, um, you know, they they automatically can pick out certain things that, you know, that that they're characteristics of you. Um, And so that's just, you know, one reason why I think it matters. Um, I also think that if you can work stuff into your style, into your home that are personal to you, whether it's some sort of family heirloom or it's um, some sort of, you know, funky little thing that you picked up on the side of the road or whatever, but, you know, it, it tells a story or it has some sort of significance or memory to you. And why do we totally agree with you? Um, why do you think some people have trouble with that? Um, in other words, um, people with, with telling a story or with, you know, figuring out, I, I just feel like you, you just had a great example of, you know, you bought the curtains and you got them home and you immediately realized they weren't you. And, and I feel like a lot of people don't have that aha moment. They buy them and they're not them, but they don't realize it's not them. And so they don't realize that's why the room isn't working for them. So what do you think that disconnect is? You know, how can you help people with that? You know, I think that it takes people a long time to really figure out what their style is, not what's trending, not, not what's popular, not what you see in the latest issue of, you know, Better Homes and Gardens. I think that a lot of times people feel that they that their homes should look like what they see in those magazines or, or you know on Pinterest or or you know or honestly or even a showroom of a furniture store and that's that's not realistic because that's not everyone's style and and, and you know and I'll be honest it took me a long, long time to actually nail down my style mm-hmm. and to finally realize this is it like this is what I love you know these are all elements that I love that, that I always go to and you know now I can do the rest of my house and I can be happy. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and it took a while, you know, like there were, there are a couple of rooms in my house, you know, that have been made over, you know, three or four times now before I finally got it. And I finally figured it out like, oh my gosh, you know. Right. Um, but, you know, I think that, that what you have to do is you kind of just have to start by looking at objects that you already have, um, that you really really, really love, whether it is something, you know, as big as a dining room table or or if it's something as small as a little music box or something like that. And then from there, you need to look for, you know, whenever you go out shopping or or whatever, um, or even on, if you're looking on Pinterest together inspiration, you need to look for photos that echo those, um, those styles of that table or that music box or, or, or stuff like that. Right, right. So start with the stuff you love. Always start there first. Right. And, and I love that word. And go echo. slow. It's a process. Right. right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But I love that word echo, that that you're not looking for things that match completely. You're looking for things that, um, that are sort of, you know, resonate that, that style or that feeling or whatever it is and I and there's just that 
word echo is perfect. Yeah, it's you totally know? different than matching. I, yeah, <laughs> right, I agree. Right. Well, and, and I think I, I definitely don't think that things have to match. <laughs> right, right. But and I, I think we we've all at various times fallen into that um, problem of of liking something and then and not knowing how to get beyond um, trying to get something that matches. Um, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, or, or even I think sometimes I'll just be looking for something that's complimentary or whatever. And I'm having such a hard time finding it. It's not happening as fast as I want it to. So when I finally find something right. that matches or is similar enough or whatever, I just feel this sense of relief. And so I get it. And then I get home and I realize, oh, that, you know, it, it was close, but no cigar kind of thing. And so, so I think what you were saying that mixing those two or, you know, putting those two things together, that idea of being patient um, and looking for something that echoes a feeling or a design or a story. Um, I just love that word. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm like mm-hmm. nerding out about the word echo. <laughs> <laughs> well, and also trial and error. I mean, like you just said, you, you've done some rooms three or four times. And just before we started this interview today, I was talking to Karen. I think I'm on my ninth um, sample <laughs> pot of paint because I'm redoing my bathroom right now. And, you know, I know I don't just settle for the first couple and say, you know what, I'm tired of this. I'm just going to go with it Be- because I know that I will not be happy. And I don't want to walk into my bathroom every single morning <laughs> right. and hate it. And I know not all people have that kind yep. of perseverance <laughs> or That's craziness. Nice, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> perseverance is a very nice word. <laughs> Um, but I think a little bit of trial and error is, is, is necessary to, to figure out what your style is. Absolutely. Yes. I couldn't agree more yet. The don't settle, uh, you know, that's, that's one of the, the rules there. Don't settle, you know, even if you kind of like it or you kind of love it, if you don't love it, then don't keep it, you know, right. or, or do something else to it, you know, revamp it in some way, maybe move it to another spot in your house. Um, you know, but if it still doesn't work, then toss it. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. And and I and I like your mentioning the the idea of reworking it in some way or using it in another place because um you know it, we're we're certainly mindful of our budgets when we're working on our homes. Um we don't have <laughs> endless budgets. Um and so, <laughs> yes. so we we are always in the in the situation of trying to figure out, okay, I made this mistake, but how can I remedy it? How can I use this in another way or, or make it work for this space? And um uh, a good can of paint and right. spray paint are, are often our friends and <laughs> sometimes some uh, uh, yes. reupholstering or uh, some project that we haven't done before or whatever, but have decided to take on <laughs> in order to save face. Right. And I think a lot of people will often run into the fact, or at least this happened with me, um, you know, is that we inherit stuff, you know from parents or grandparents or whoever and you know like whenever my grandparents you know whenever my my grandfather he died and and you know they were cleaning out the house and um you know they were getting rid of this stuff I was like no no we can't get rid of this stuff so I took it and and I got all of this stuff that I (laughs) did not need because I you know I couldn't I couldn't bear to part with it in fact the joke was you know if if 
no one wants to give it to Jenna because she'll take it. She's like, you know, the family hoarder of all <laughs> furniture or anything. And, and, you know, for the longest, I thought, you know, I can't touch this. I can't paint this. I can't do anything different to it, you know, because it was my grandfather's. I, you know, I always want that memory of, of him and how right. it was in, in his house and everything. And so finally, you know, I, I realized if I'm going to keep this, you know, then I have to put my own spin on it. I have to make it mm. mine as well. So yeah. that kind of, you know, that, that gave me the freedom to, it's okay if I put a, a coat of paint on this, you know, um, it's okay if I change this, you know, the purpose of this, like I have my, my great grandmother's China cabinet and this is going to sound terrible, <laughs> but it didn't work for us as a China cabinet. So we made it into a liquor cabinet. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know, my great grandmother might be rolling over in her grave right now, but you know, it's still, it, it's still, you know, her China cabinet, it's still hers. I still remember, you know, it, the way that it was in their house. Aww. And so, you know, it just, it works. It's a different purpose for us now, Absolutely. but we still have right. it. Right. And so much better than either using it as a China cabinet and being so unhappy with it and almost starting to attach a right. negative feeling about it. Um, or, you know, instead using it in some other way that does make you happy. And now you still think of your grandmother all the time because you see it all the time. And it's just a really nice memory you've attached to it. So, oh, absolutely. And, I, you know, I'm right. thinking, um, I, I think there are probably a lot of listeners who are in the same boat where we've inherited things. Um, you know, I grew up in a family where you did not paint wood. Like, <laughs> Even if it was pine, yes. you did not paint it. Yes. Wood was wood, and it was to be um, enjoyed for the beautiful material that it, that it is. And, and I have plenty of um, unpainted wood in my house, but uh, there have been times when I put a coat of paint on things, and it, and it took me years to get over that feeling of that I was doing something really, really wrong. Um, but... But, mm -hmm. you know, you guys are so right in the, the idea of, you know, it's either going to end up in your attic and not a part of your life, or you can put your, your spin on it. So that's such a great example. Um, so so for our, our second question, uh, we were recently reading about your bathroom makeover, how it came about almost on a whim. And you seem to have a lot of these kinds <laughs> of why not moments when you just go with something, willing to try a a crazy idea One thing and run with it. Leads to another. Yeah. Right. Uh, so could you give us an example of one of these why not moments that you're particularly happy with? Um, um, well, definitely my bathroom. <laughs> it was, you know, one thing led to another. Um, hey, let's start with a wall. Hey, let's do this. Let's do that. And then all of a sudden I had a totally different bathroom, which was fine because I really love it now. Um, but a lot of like some of my favorite why not moments are probably smaller things, like little quirky things um, that I've done. Like I just did a, um, a fall home tour. And, you know, I'll be honest, I was taking the photographs for it the day before the post was supposed to be live yep. because I was so behind. <laughs> and um, I was trying to there. throw some stuff together. <laughs> and, um, you know, I was like, what am I going to do? I didn't even have any pumpkins for the, the for, I have two fall tour posts up and, and I didn't even have any pumpkins out for the, the first one. Um, <laughs> but so I pulled out my grandfather's cowboy hat and my grandmother's guitar and a vintage cowboy blanket. And I threw it all in front of, um, or all, um, on a bench in my entryway. And it was 
all in front of this white and gold confetti style wall. And I thought, oh my God, this is going to look terrible. And then I stepped back and it looked perfect. It, it was, it was almost just like, if you could, you know, take me and put it on a wall, this is exactly what it would look like. Oh, just, I love you know, that. And, and somehow it just, it, it worked perfectly together. Um, you know what you I, know, lo- I, I love I about like that story is, like is that. Um, I just, I know exactly what photo you're talking about because I just recently pinned it on Pinterest and I wrote in the little oh, comments, okay. I wrote in a little comment section on Pinterest why I loved it so much. I think I, I we talk a lot about composing vignettes and mm-hmm. typically people think of those as being sort of on a mantle or maybe on a bookcase or something. And this to me was like a vignette. It, it even though it wasn't made up of, um, you know, knickknacks. It was this blanket and the cowboy hat and the boots. And, and of course the wall behind it is fabulous. And I don't know, it just was sort of this moment. And, and I love how you just said, Hey, if you hung me up on a wall, this is what I would look like. <laughs> I mean, it, it felt very personal. <laughs> yeah, there was like, I mean, there, there was a characteristic, you know, of, of me in each one of those pieces and of my style, you know, because it all just flows together. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I love quirky little things like that and, and totally mixing the unexpected um, and opposites together. Yeah. You have another, another shot of, it's like a black and white abstract piece of art and a little bust of Elvis and another piece of art. That I oh, think is yes. lipstick in it. And then you stuck a pumpkin in there, like, which is hilarious because. I know, I did. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, <laughs> okay, bam, that's my fall. <laughs> Totally random, but yeah, yeah that, I loved it. That, and that's me, though I'm random. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there we go. Yeah, Ooh, we did it. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> well, and I think this sort of, you know, this also illustrates we talk a lot about, um, uh, re, you know, shopping our homes and repurposing things, and and I love that you you sort of like only had a few moments to pull this together. Um, And so when you're grabbing from things that are in other parts of your home, things are going to continue to feel like you, um, but because you love them, they're already there, um, but maybe you've presented them in a new way. And so it just completely refreshes a space. Um, You know, there have been times when I've, you know, moved a painting from one wall to another and just the paint color that it's on top of completely changes, you know, the elements that you focus on in the painting. And, and, and so, you know, that's, it's it's a good example for us to all remember to, to, to maybe challenge ourselves, you know, five minutes before someone's coming over to our house to, to sort of like pull together (laughs) a new moment or whatever. And (laughs) (laughs) absolutely. And it's fun, you know, I mean, you get to see, you can, you get to see how versatile, you know, pieces are that you have in your house. And, and, you know, you, you might really have loved it in that one place before, but you might love it even more in, in another place. So right. it's just fun to see little things like that. Right. Or maybe you've stopped seeing it in, in the spot that it's been living in because you're so used to it being there. And when you move it, it you kind of yeah. go, oh my gosh, yeah, that's right. I did love that piece. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Um. Jenna, we just love talking to you and we really love your blog and we want to make sure that um, everybody knows how to find you. It's rainonatinroof.com, which is a great title. And um, uh, yeah, we is just... Is there a story behind that title? I, I'd love to know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I... Um... <laughs> you guys are so funny. <laughs> uh, so I grew up... Uh... 
We're nosy. We're very <laughs> nosy. Yep. Um, in a little bitty town in the middle of nowhere. And um, whenever I, um, after I graduated high school and I was going to college, um, my dad let me move into my great grandfather's old house and mm. fix it up. And, oh. um, you know, and that's probably where I always loved interior design, but then that's probably where I started to love it even more. Wait a minute. Um, let really me, I'm sorry. Let me get this straight. How, how old were you when this happened? Um, this would have been after high school oh. and whenever I was in college, so twenties, early twenties. Oh my gosh. That's um, so great. Yeah. Oh, there are some fast, fantastic. Stories. I put a metal, a, a new tin roof on the um, house in, in the snow in December. Um, it, it was interesting to say the least. <laughs> but anyways, so that's where the, you know, the love kind of really for, for design and, and decorating started to grow. And so, and like I said, it had a tin roof. And so I had always thought it would be great to open a little shop and with home accessories and whatnot. And I said, I would always call it rain on the tin roof. So whenever I started my blog, I was like, oh, this is what we're going to do. So, you know, that's where it came from. And it's kind of a little tribute to back home as well, I guess. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I love that story. Yeah, me too. I'm glad, Karen, that you asked the question. (laughs) (laughs) We like to pry a little bit. (laughs) No, 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 no. Oh, I'm an open book. Oh, oh, well, you are. And that really comes through in your writing style. And I just want to say again to our listeners, you have got to check out her blog because she's so entertaining. So thank you, Jenna, so much for your time today. Yeah, thank you, Jenna. It was great chatting with you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Style Matters podcast brought to you by Little Yellow Couch. Are you ready to stop waiting for your dream house to materialize and start loving the home you've got? Visit us at littleyellowcouch.com. To check out our free video series on our three principles of design, click on the videos tab. If you love the interviews you're listening to, please take a moment to rate us and leave a comment on iTunes. See you next time on Our Little Yellow Couch. Thanks so much for listening. I know your time is valuable and I really do appreciate you spending it with me. And please, please, please take a minute to leave a review for Slow Style Home wherever you get your podcasts. It honestly does help keep this show on the air and your feedback is highly valuable to me. Have a great day and I'll be back in your earbuds soon. Bye for now.